We're going to start this morning by reading Psalm 103, and then we're going to talk about it. Psalm 103, verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good, thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, and he will keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over and is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Bless you the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So you see here that there are wonderful promises from God that are also fulfilled in the New Testament of healing and of prosperity and health. Just wonderful promises of God. And there are conditions. And it also describes how God is. He's merciful. Verse 8, gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. One of the main conditions for receiving these benefits forget not all his benefits, is the fear of the Lord, to fear him. The fear of the Lord is clean. It's a good thing. God is almighty God. Every single thing belongs to him. It's all under his control. And our lives are in his hands. Jesus said, don't fear him who can kill the body, but after that he can't do anything else. He said, fear him who after he kills has the power to destroy both soul and body in hell. And he is the judge. All his judgments are true and righteous altogether. So if we will fear him, if we will walk humbly with him, he has promised so many good things. His mercy will be multiplied to us. Our diseases will be healed. Bless the Lord of my soul. Forget not all his benefits. All our sins will be forgiven if we will fear him if we will humble ourselves and confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He will heal all our diseases. That includes COVID-19. There's no exclusion there. there. But there are conditions that we fear him, that we call upon him in the time of trouble. The Bible says he's a very present help in time of trouble. Amen. The Bible says that he grants grace to the humble. He's merciful to the merciful. In, in Luke it says, Be merciful and you'll receive mercy. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Give, it shall be given unto you. That's how God's kingdom works. 
So there are wonderful promises and benefits from God, especially through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He's provided righteousness through repentance and forgiveness. Jesus bore all our sicknesses in his body on the cross, and with his stripes we were healed. Those promises are for us if we will meet God's conditions, if we will repent of our sins, turn to him with all our heart, if we will believe in the Son of God and in his sacrifice on the cross. And the Bible says as far in here in Psalm 103:12, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. These promises are ours if there's a lot of big, huge ifs in the Bible. This is yours if, and if not, it's not yours. Well, we'll start in verse 16 of Galatians 5. It says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So when we come to Jesus, we confess our sins. He forgives us our sins. We confess Him as our Lord. Believe that He rose from the dead. We shall be saved. And then we are baptized into his death. You can look in Romans 6. Know ye not that those of you that are baptized into Christ are baptized into his death, into his crucifixion. Our old sinful nature is buried with him through baptism. And we're raised with him in newness of life to walk in the Spirit. Baptized in the Holy Ghost and receive the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will lead us every day. We just need to yield to him and let him lead us and follow him. He will always lead you in the word of God. He'll lead you to walk in the word. He'll never lead you to sin. He's the spirit of truth. And so here in Romans, well, let's just start in Romans 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. In order to walk after the spirit, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost upon the disciples. They were baptized in the Holy Ghost. They spoke in other tongues. The Holy Ghost was poured out on Cornelius and his friends and family. When Peter came to his house and preached the gospel, the Holy Ghost, it says, fell on them. And they were all baptized in the Holy Ghost and they spoke with other tongues. This is our inheritance in Christ. It's called the earnest of our inheritance, the down payment of our inheritance, to be filled with the Spirit so you can be led by the Spirit to do the will of God every day. 
if you just walk in your flesh, even if you try not to sin, you're still going to have sin in your life. That's okay. If you repent, you'll be forgiven. But you won't have that power working in your life to overcome the sin, to put it under your feet, and to overcome the devil, and to to walk in the Spirit, to be led by the Spirit, to do the will of the Father every day. So you must receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit to be able to do that. That's Christianity 101. They, were, they believed on Jesus. They were baptized. They repented of their sins. They were baptized in water. And then the apostles laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost, and they spake in other tongues and prophesied. So, very important. Verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh. Our flesh is weak. We can't keep the law in our own strength. God, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemns him in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So if we walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We'll fulfill the righteousness of the law. For they that are after the flesh, verse 5, do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be, that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And that's when you're born again, you receive the Spirit of Christ. You receive Jesus. He comes to you. His Spirit comes to your spirit, joined to your spirit, and he dwells in you. Jesus Christ dwells in you if you're born again. And it's his Spirit in you. And then you receive the Holy Spirit as well, and he will dwell in you. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Verse 10, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. That's referring to the first resurrection when Jesus returns, the, all the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible. We'll have an incorruptible spiritual body given to us at that moment. Also, those that are alive in Christ, their bodies will be changed to incorruptible bodies. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good, thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. 
bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless your holy name. Bless the Bless the 